guys, and welcome back to another episode, a very special episode of the Turn One Scoop. I'm one of your hosts, Pablo, and somewhere out there, not Fival, but Michelle. <laughs> Where are you at today, Michelle? Uh, today, I am not in the confines of my dark, dark room, but instead, I am somewhere also very far away in a dark, dark lighthouse somewhere. Oh, no. Oh, what? where could you possibly be? I don't know, Pablo, but maybe if you destroy this lighthouse, you can put your commander into your hand from the command zone. Oh, I see. So when you activate it, a.k.a. turn it on, your commander finds its way. Well, maybe not home. You don't actually home, turn but... it on. You literally just destroy the beacon. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you activate it, man. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't say that the commander finds its way home because there's already another land card that actually does that. So, so it it finds its way back to you, not home, but to you, because it, it it hops into your hand. It's but, command beacon, everybody. But you are, but Pablo, you are home, okay? Uh, no, that, that's the that's completely different card, Michelle. It's fine. It's command beacon, you guys. I'm in the tower of command beacon, waiting to be sacrificed. Oh god, it's morbid. <laughs> All right, y'all. So if that wasn't if that preamble, I don't even know. Like, am I am I still playing the song right now? The song that I keep playing for the intro. Usually, I fade out by the time we explain the joke. But apparently, I don't know, Pablo. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so this week we are talking about Commander Legends. Now, Yay! most of you are gonna say, but Pablo, aren't you like? like way way late to that party and the answer is yes <laughs> we are extremely late to the party <laughs> but i don't feel bad you want to know why michelle oh is it because we haven't drafted this yet and we've been saving this for like i, I don't know how long has it been out pablo probably six months i think it was out in november All it's right, been well, a long time we've been saving it for six months and we're about to actually do this draft uh finally uh, next yep. week. Yep, yep, yep. And if you were keeping uh, at least a little bit COVID safe here in America, uh, you should have been doing the same, all right? Okay, guys, <laughs> all right? Now, we're not the only ones late to this party. Everybody should have been late to this party, okay? There's no fashionably late. This is just the time when people are arriving, okay? Unless you're irresponsible. In that case, well, I guess... Uh... Yeah, it's it cool it to be early. <laughs> it, for this party, I suppose it's cool to be early. <laughs> like the grave. Why, <laughs> <No>. Pablo? <laughs> okay, y'all. So this episode, we're not going to go deep diving into the um, single cards or anything like that. Because, like we were talking about, this isn't something that's new knowledge. This is going to be a, a refresher course for everybody who is finally able to start cracking these packs and drafting. Yeah. Um, this isn't about like where these cards singularly are going to be going into your constructed uh, deck. This is like uh, what I'm assuming is going to be happening to my friends. They're just going to show up and see me at the table with a, with a box <laughs> of Commander Legends. And a giant fucking poster, okay? And a, and a giant <laughs> fucking poster of all the Commander Legends archetype draft decks because God knows my friends don't listen to this podcast on hey, the hey, show. Hey, 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 look, look, I was actually just about to say, hopefully our friends do totally listen to this podcast. That way they'll come in more informed. And, uh, you know, maybe you can just put that poster on the television instead, Pablo. 
uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, um, since this is going to be a draft, most people are going to be sticking to two colors if they read the signals correctly. Uh, but this is a little bit different than a regular draft because uh, Commander Legends was made completely for the Commander format. This isn't a 1v1 best of three scenario here. This is an actual uh, big deck format with four players intentionally. Isn't that nice, Michelle? That is quite nice. I assume that the previous um, like sets that came out were not Commander specific. Is this the first one that's Commander specific? It's absolutely the first one that's commander-specific. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you, could, you could force other sets to be commander drafts, and you know what? That would suck, because <laughs> they weren't made for it. So, yes, very intentionally, this uh, set was made with ramp in mind. This was made with uh, value draws in mind. Mm. Just a lot of things in this set are made with the clause of number of opponents, which is very much the tagline for Commander. Okay. I guess in, in this set, um, you're not trying to aim to draft multiple of the same cards then, if it's for Commander specifically? No, this one actually is the... Uh, so there are a couple of bends and breaks. I'm uh -huh. glad you brought that up, Michelle. Uh -huh. um, usually, Commander is a 100-card singleton format. Mm-hmm. That is way too hard to uh, facilitate in draft. Uh. So this is going to be the only commander format, other than your homebrew games, where you can have more than one copy of a non-basic land card. Oh, oh, oh. So is it just uh, so... So it's, it's like Commander, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's Draft Commander. It's its own beast. Okay. Um, there's no way that you can uh, do a singleton thing, especially when there is only a pool of about 400 cards. Uh, that's fair. And there's, if you're drafting with eight people, um, that's a very, very limited pool. Uh, these decks would either be so tiny that people would die instantly, or, uh, you know, just it wouldn't work that way. So uh, let me outline... Let me let me be a, even more of a hot air bag yeah. and outline the differences. Commander draft packs are 20 instead of the regular 15. Okay. Instead of drafting one card at a time, you can draft two cards at a time. Or should. Let me say you should draft two oh, cards you, at a oh, time. So you if you want to draft a single <laughs> card at a time, holy shit, man. Okay. In that case, then... Uh, I've just lost my train of thought. But maybe it'll come back. It's, oh, it's okay. 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 I'll, I'll I remember. Just... I remember trying to that. Okay, I'm gonna go back into it. <laughs> mm -hmm, go ahead. Okay, so uh, in that case, uh, with a commander draft, do you still draft for a hundred cards, even you know if there are copies of the same card in each deck? No, is it... that is the second biggest ah! uh, difference between both draft and commander. In draft, you're doing a minimum forty card deck. You can go higher, but like. Why? <laughs> okay. And in Commander, it's a strict 100 card uh, restriction. N not a limit, not a minimum. It is That is the number. In this format, it is 60. It's a hard limit, um, but it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, you can have basically the average of two of Magic's um, 
biggest break numbers of 140 and you can make what if 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 you guys are like some of us uh it'll harken back to your kitchen sink days <laughs> of 60 card magic hey <laughs> And uh, after that, it's pretty much the same as any commander game. Start off with 40 life, you have your commander. So 59 cards of any uh, variety of numbers, because uh, the uh, one of res the Highlander restriction has been taken away. Um, and that's how you draft a Commander's Legends box. If for some reason you are a crazy <laughs> and somehow manage to make a Commander Cube, Good on ya, because I am not doing that math. Yes, I will... I guess I guess to explain, Pablo, what is a cube? A cube is a curated uh, specific amount number of cards draft that you make yourself. So, like, most cubes are about a thousand cards. It's a thousand cards where you pretend that you're a magic designer and uh, put, like, ten themes and whatever amount of lands that you want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, fixing. That's, uh, that's what a cube is. It's, it's basically you design your own magic set for draft specifically. Oh. My, like, uh, newbiness is showing a little bit here. It's okay. Like, <laughs> if, if this audio is unsalvageable, then it, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be in the, <laughs> no, be in the episode anyway. I don't think you'll understand. I try at every time that I can to show the audience that I'm not as knowledgeable as I think, okay? So hopefully this stays in! <laughs> okay, well, the the um, the audio is back to normal. Wow, what the hell, man? Little, little fucking stupid spike. Anyway, um, so that is what Commander Legends rules for draft are. Um, what do you think, Michelle? Okay, well, this will be the first time uh, I'm doing something. I guess this will be the first time... Everybody is doing something like this because this is the first one, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be the first one live for me as well. I tried Ooh. doing this in MTGO. How, how was it? MitGo is very... It is a dinosaur that just... It wants to be put down so badly, but <laughs> there is nothing else that can do what it does. Oh. Well, so that it, it just like keeps plodding along. Sounds like a fun time, Pablo. <laughs> it, it was not, but, you know, what, what can you do? All right, this will be the third question mark draft that I've ever done. Oh, okay. Third um, big draft, I think. It's one of these days I gotta teach you how to Winston draft. Um, but we are getting way off topic. I wonder how I'm gonna edit this. Michelle, tell us how this episode is gonna go today. Okay. So we're focusing mostly on the archetypes today for the. Um, I think the dual colors, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so we're focusing mostly on the archetypes for the dual colors and uh, any new kind of keywords that are going on here. And I think there's only like one new keyword. Uh, yeah, let's see. Is there one new keyword? I think it's just Encore. Well, yeah, would you rather do the keyword first, uh, the keywords first, or would you rather do the uh, themes first, Michelle? Well, if you only have one keyword, which is Encore, let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. That way, um, any other card or any other... Was it archetype that uses that keyword? Uh, it will have, we'll have already explained it. Yes, you are you are smart, Michelle. You are the professional. Please I would not have thought Pablo. of that. Me dumb, <laughs> oh, no, Pablo, me dumb, no. me am noob. You are knowledgeable. <laughs> I am not. Well, uh, well, I guess uh, like we were saying earlier, there's only one keyword for this set here, and that is encore. 
Okay. All right. Well, what be Encore? So it, there's a price for Encore, and it seems like you just exile um, that card with Encore from your graveyard, and then for each opponent, you just create a token that's a copy that attacks that opponent this turn if able, and then they gain haste, but you also have to sacrifice him at the beginning of the next end step. So it's Neat. like, uh, it seems like uh, you can bring him back from the graveyard like one last time. Actually, no, not even, right? Because you can keep doing this, right? Oh, uh, no, no, it's exile, no, never because mind. exile from the graveyard. Yeah, 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 so it's like bringing back your creature from the dead one last time to have um boop boop attack everybody. Yep, uh, cue Hamilton because it is one last time. But this is going to be mostly for ETB or death uh, trigger mm-hmm. creatures. So like when they'll come out, like, oh, we're going to do it one more time and then, you know, make a bunch of treasure tokens or... Uh, you know, do minus one, minus one to something as they go on their way out. It's, it's yeah. pretty neat. Or, pretty neat. or even like sack. I assume you can also use this with like sack decks uh, or whatever, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can, you can if you have one of the cheapo uh, one mana encore dudes. This is this is perfect for it. So yes, that is the new mechanic. I think there are some returning mechanics as well, though, Michelle. Oh yeah, what are they, Pablo? Well, I'll, I'll do one, and then you can do another, so that way we both do two mechanics apiece. Okay, so now before we go, what, wait, wait, before we go too yeah. far into this, uh, what, 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 what are the other mechanics? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm looking at um, website here, and I only see Encore, so I'm like, okay, what are the, what are the Oh, no, 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 if you go to MTG Wiki, um, uh, you'll see Partner, Monarch, and Cascade. You know what those are. I know partner, I know monarch, and I do know cascade. But let me pull okay. these big boys up. Don't don't worry. The only one you need to know is monarch. So just, just you know, keep pulling it up. I'm gonna go through partner really quick. All right, guys. The first one that we have is partner, which is one of the um, most commandery commander mechanics that has ever come to <laughs> commander. It's basically uh, two unrelated lore fucks get together <laughs> just to make a broken-ass combination for CEDH of four colors. That's what partner is. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be unrelated. Yeah, well, usually they are. Because I, you know, I don't see no vile smashers in, I don't see no vile smashers in Theros. Uh, but to be completely serious, other than the CEDH complications that this brings, this is um, if your commander has the partner property, partner keyword, that means that they can partner with another legendary creature that has the partner mechanic too. So that basically means that you're either doubling, tripling, or quadrupling the color profile of your um commander deck mm-hmm. they both hang out in the command zone they have separate commander taxes so when one dies the other one doesn't automatically you know become more expensive they keep track of their own uh taxes and they keep track of their own commander damage okay. so very important especially for um commander legends because you might not always get a commander that fits the bulk of the cards that you've drafted which is by the way um you're gonna you're gonna be able to make the deck you want because there is one very special card in the set called the Prismatic Piper, which is a colorless uh, blob uh-huh. <laughs> whose only ability, other than partner, is to become a color before the start of the game to oh. make your deck legal. So oh. don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't worry about like, oh no, I I only drafted good red cards, but I didn't actually draft a red legendary. This guy will help you out. There's usually one in every three packs, so there will be eight floating in the normal um, Commander Legends draft. Don't worry, okay. you will get your color identity. So I guess hopefully the idea is that uh, each person gets at least one of those guys, unless someone decides to, I, I don't know, nab two. <laughs> no, I, I'm, oh, you, you guys better believe I'll be hate drafting Prismatic Piper. Wow, what the fuck, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding, holy <sighs> shit, can you believe it? Just be like, ah, yes, I see that Michelle has forgotten to draft a blue commander for her deck. Finally, having all eight of the Prismatic Pipers... <laughs> <laughs> Destroy her deck before she even plays. No, Pablo, you're only allowed to play nice with us. <laughs> you're okay, not allowed right. to play mean. Only Timmy. <laughs> okay, all right. That's true. When I'm in real life, I am a Timmy. Um, I'm just fucking you do what you want to do, Pablo. <laughs> no, no, no. I am a Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Um, dude, that that was a, a long preamble. Okay, so that's a uh, partner. Um, very nice. Uh -huh. Make sure that you're fixed. Uh, what is the next returning keyword, Michelle? All right. So we also have monarch, which is a, uh, which is which is interesting. That's not something I see very often, at least. But uh, mm -hmm. this one's fun because uh, you know only one player at a time can be the monarch, but also the monarch gets kind of passed around uh, in your pod, right? I believe that whenever a creature deals combat damage to um, the monarch, then they become the next monarch. Mm -hmm. And then that's true. That's true. Uh, if you are the monarch. At the beginning of your end step, you can draw a card. Yep, that's it. That is specifically the Monarch. Um, do you know why they put this in the uh, Commander Legends set, Michelle? I do not know. Why did they put this in the Commander's Legends? Well, depending on your answer, whether this will be left in the podcast or not. Take, oh. a, take, take a guess, Michelle. Why do you think they would put something like this <laughs> in the Commander Legends set? Oh, God, I'm... I'm uh, I've been put on the spot here. Uh, <laughs> uh, does it have something to do with the archetypes? No. Hmm. Hmm. Does it have something to do with the commanders? I mean, yeah. It's okay. I'm not going to make you flounder. Uh, we're, we're, we're cutting that. Don't worry. Uh, okay. <laughs> or you could just leave it in, Pablo. <laughs> no, dude. I, I'm not. That, that was a surprise thing. Hey, uh, spoiler alert, Pablo from the future here. Yes, I did totally leave it in. You're welcome, Michelle. Now back to the podcast. Okay, so the reason why they put Monarch into Commander Legends very consciously is the same reason why they put it into uh, Conspiracy. They want people fighting. They want people to be fighting constantly. Wizards of the Coast knows that Commander is one of the sloggiest, longest formats that Magic has, so they put something in that both accelerates people and rewards people for aggression. Ah. So that is why the crown has been added into the uh, Commander Legends set. If you are like one of the more aggressive, like you know, combat swing archetypes, like Gruel or something. Uh, make sure to try and get some of these Monarch cards just so you can force the issue and make people, like, attack or punish them for not as you draw more cards than them. True. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Um, well, that was long-winded of me. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, on a tangent, though, with Monarch, I was actually contemplating on putting a bunch of Monarch cards in Marisi. <laughs> Just because yeah. uh, <laughs> it's not like people can attack me, right? <laughs> when I'm playing Marisi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're disgusting. Michelle. Oh, Pablo, why? <laughs> Uh, you're you're over here saying, oh, I'm I'm the noob. I don't know anything about nothing. And then guess who went? Like, okay, audience, guess who went on like a rampage yesterday, just like destroying uh, two uh, magic vets. Look, 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 look. One of them was Joyra, and I'm not gonna say anything about that because Joyra is dumb. But the second game was Marisi, and that could have been anybody's game, Pablo. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? Through sheer uh, strategic outplaying, <laughs> it was Michelle's game. Michelle is a very good magic actually, player, guys. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't <laughs> let her fool you. She's actually pretty good. On the tangent here, uh, <laughs> Trent could have totally actually won that game if he had board wiped <laughs> right before he fucking died. Because, <laughs> uh, what was it? He was already at 10 commander damage from Marisi, and he was like, well, I'm, I'm sure I'll fucking survive, right? Fun fact, he forgot that he was totally goaded. Well, that so, is that is Trent's fault, and I, uh, I don't when know. Am, he, I, am I going to keep this? Yeah. <laughs> am I going to keep this? It's, it's such mean, a long can. story in the middle of it. It's fine. It's fine. We have plenty of time, Pablo. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, hopefully there's something I can cut out from there. But great, nice. You know whose fault that was? Trent's, not yours. You well, played I, fine. I was actually going to say, uh, he had a board wipe, so he could have board wiped. But instead, the next turn, I just killed him. So, he dead. <laughs> you lulled him into a false sense of security. I see. Just like a monarch would. Okay. Fucking assassin. All right, Pablo. This is Marchesa. <laughs> Long may she reign. Michelza. <laughs> okay. Jeez, Pablo. Let's I'm not let's that great, okay? Holy fuck, this is going to be a nightmare to edit. Okay. It's fine. Uh, the it next... <laughs> The next, uh, the next keyword that we have returning is Cascade um, from my, one of my personal favorite sets. And as you heard before from previous episodes, one of Donovan's uh, favorite sets, uh, Alara Reborn. Basically, this is free casting. Uh, oh, baby, do I love free casting. I do like that free casting, yes. Whenever you uh, cast a spell with Cascade, you flip the top cards of your library until you hit a card that is less than the uh, whose CMC is less than the card that you originally cost, <clears throat> and you can uh, cast that card without timing restrictions. You are like giving it flash. It's it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, uh, I quite like Cascade a lot. Uh, I have uh, a Cascade in in Yenit, and it's like, oh, hello, big creature. Oh. Hello, big spell. <laughs> yep. Uh, we all know what a Cascade Fever looks like, and um, <laughs> there, there's actually support for it in uh, Commander Legends, which is nice. Basically, hey. everything that... Uh, every non-partner <laughs> keyword is here to make the game go faster. So kudos to Wizard for putting every like speed keyword they can get without going into full uh, spike territory and um, putting in Infect, because that, <laughs> that would have been a completely different story. Imagine eight players all with Infect, Pablo. I, why not? Why not, right? Why fucking not? 
<laughs> well, there we go. We are how how fucking far are we? We're thirty minutes into no, this it's podcast, fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's and we fine. still haven't actually gotten into the meat of it. Hey, hey, no, it's fine. We're we're actually gonna start. Hey, we're starting now, Pablo. Uh, going right into the first one with our thanks, uh, Michelle. Uh, white and blue archetype, which is uh-huh, flying. Just oh, flying. nice, nice. So as with every other. Um, draft set usually there is an uncommon that is can be set as the uh flagship uh uncommon that you know informs the rest of the rest of the uh draft table what this is supposed to be i mean th- you can you can do two completely like weird partners and, and mash them together like you can have Braylon the moon kraken and uh alaharu the 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 artifact guy and mm-hmm. just 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 you know, try to make that flying, but most of the time it's gonna be who's it gonna be, Michelle? Kangi. Kangi, nice. Uh, what's what? What does Kangi say that Kangi does? Well, he's got flying and vigilance, and when he attacks, uh, attacking creatures with flying get plus two plus zero until the end of turn. Uh, but also, whenever Kangi blocks, blocking creatures with flying get plus zero plus two until the end of turn. Nice, nice, nice. Very nice. Very good. Very nice. <laughs> um, other other commanders that would probably fit in this as uh, far as partners go is is Malcolm and Siani. They're they're both flyers that like make a treasure token, and they're in uh they're in uh, blue. And we have uh, Radiant too. She's also flying. But mostly mostly you're looking at Kangi if you can manage to get your hands on Kangi or, mm-hmm. or something else. Either way. Flying, it's pretty, it's pretty basic. There's... It's like yeah, creatures that have flying, creatures that do things uh, if they have flying, or creatures that support other creatures if they have flying. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy when you're drafting to to figure out which cards are are, are going into this deck. It's it's flying. I I don't know. I'll, <laughs> I'll name a few, I guess, just because just because I have the list in front of me. Um. You can have Kangi's lieutenant. <laughs> oh wow! I wonder. I wonder why that card is a flying enabler. You can have on Sarah's wings. <laughs> but, uh, basically, pick flying shit. It it'll happen. Don't worry about mm. it too much. Um, God, I wish there was more to it than that, but that was literally it for Blue and White Flying. Sometimes it's the simplest concepts that are the best, okay? Alright, sure, sure, sure. I- I'll buy that. It smells like bullshit, but I'll buy <laughs> Wow, Pablo, what the fuck? <laughs> Alright, uh, what's the next one, Michelle? Alright, so we've got Black and Blue, uh, Self Ooh. Mill, and Uhoo Encore. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, who's who's uh, running the show for this one? You've got Arumi. Uh, of the Dead Tide. Really cool looking merfolk uh, wizard boy? Girl? Not too sure. I think if I was... So the thing is, um, the Commander Legends for the lore section of uh, Magi- uh, Wizards' uh, website, uh, they they had all the all the uh, genders, but for, for, for the purpose of being nice, we'll, 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 we'll call it an it. I think it is a, a, a she, though. But it! It, it the card okay. it. all right and so arumi's got a, a wall of text here uh but essentially you tap uh you tap it and then you exile cards from your graveyard equal to the number of opponents that you have and then target creature card in your graveyard gains encore until the end of turn 
and the encore cost is equal to its mana cost. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah, so self-mill it, and encore. They're very self-explanatory in Arumi, at least. Yeah, um... I think for this one, it's going to be dependent on whether you have, like, good Encore cards. True. It's, a well, lot of them yeah. a lot of them are very, I mean, just from a cursory glance, some of them feel really, like, just tagged onto Rare. Oh. Um, <laughs> so that might be, that might be a little, uh, that might be a little, um, um, rough for some people but you don't you don't have to you don't have to get the encore creatures you can just get uh some really nice etb uh blue or black creatures or uh, nice death rattle uh blue or black creatures yeah. and then you should be fine yeah and if you have a roomy uh around me <laughs> uh then i I'd, any creature really can have encore she just gives it or it it just gives it to them yeah, no, very true, very fair, very true, very fair. Um, so don't worry about it too much. Basically, don't worry about anything, man. Uh, as long as you, as long as you're sticking <laughs> to your color pair, you're probably gonna be doing okay. Um, but yeah, Arami. I think there are some mana dorks in blue, which is surprising, that help you mill yourself so that you can mm-hmm. encore some stuff. Um, it's 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 really easy. There's there's just some black cards that like target and mill to. Um, yeah, uh, not too much to talk about this. If you are in black and blue, you are in uh, Encore. Mm-hmm. All right. And so our next color um, pairing here is blood and... Uh, blood. <laughs> black and red, <laughs> which is Sacrifice. Neat. Who's the uh, who's the poster child here for black and red? Blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> so, uh, very, very nice, uh, very nice... Uh, What's it called? Compound word there. Jury, master of the review. Um, this is actually one of the cooler Ravnica characters. Uh, basically, um, in the flavor text, uh, whenever there was a Rakdos card, it was like, blah, blah, blah. It was such a great show. It was a blast. And then, you know, there's a there's a, <laughs> there's a picture of like a blast. <laughs> Like just <laughs> killing a bunch of people, um, and it's 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 jury that's usually quoted for the dumb. Oh, <laughs> quotes I see. Like I mean, he, uh, uh, jury, it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's okay if if, if we, it, it, it'll be fine. I don't think anybody's gonna come like burning our houses for for uh, slipping here I and there. Michelle's fine. That you know what? I'm gonna be safe. I'm not gonna assume anything. Jury. Uh, looks like they're in a very, very much so, like, oh, valiant, but not valiant, but, like, very big, very, uh, extravagant pose. Yep. Um, (laughs) following the trend of most red and black, um, draft archetypes, uh, that have been coming out through the years... Lizards really doesn't know how to do this. Oh, well. Do they not? <laughs> Problem is, so so this was the same in Kaldheim. This was the same in Zendikar. Like, uh, and uh, well, I guess not so much in in any of the Ravnica sets because they were they they mm-hmm. knew what they were doing with Ravnica because they were giving it like a, its own specific keyword. But as far as draft archetypes go, it's it's hard to be in sacrifice. Because you're losing so many resources to gain a effect that you're not quite ah. sure that you're getting. Oh, to be 
to 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 clarify, Jury is a and and the red and black archetype is a sacrifice archetype. You're going to be sacking your creatures to mm -hmm. be dealing damage. You're going to be sacrificing creatures to be drawing cards. You're going to be sacrificing creatures to make other people yeah. lose creatures. So if you're going to be uh in this archetype, it's also kind of rare dependent like Arami is not Arami. Black and blue wasn't as rare dependent as Jury, but unless you have something like Blim or one of the Phyrexian horrors that cares about sacrificing, uh, it's it's really hard to make red and black happen. Oh, I see. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, red black sacrifice is big oof. Uh, I guess it is big oof. <laughs> but I mean, if you do wanna, if you do wanna go ahead and do a black red sacrifice deck or if you happen to be stuck in it because <laughs> there were no other colors for you to pick then i mean you can always do um you can always add cards like friend of celebration which kind of help you sacrifice uh but also pings people for two if you pay two uh along with it or dargo oh, the shipwrecker which also hey. helps you sacrifice uh Oh, uh, what? I, oh. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, for real. I did not know. <laughs> this is actually pretty good information. <laughs> Listen to Michelle, guys. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. So, yeah. Uh, Furnace Celebration, really good. Uh, goes really well with it. Dargo the Shipwrecker. Um, you Helps you sacrifice um, shit. And then also the spell costs two less to cast for each uh, sacrifice you make. So he's a big CMC, but maybe he's not that big CMC. <laughs> yep. There are also, I think, a few... Um, so basically this is an aristocrat-style uh, deck. There are some aristocrat-style cards in here. Um, what's the Zulaport Cutthroat XP like if, uh, if, if, if it's in here? Or... If it's, like, in the page I'm looking at specifically. Uh, uh, oh, it's sort of. Okay, Nadir's Nightblade is, is sort of what I'm thinking of. Uh, whenever a token creature you control leaves, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. That kind oh, of thing. Okay. Basically, it's there. This deck is there. Black and red is there. And nobody is going to be fighting you for the sacrifice cards. So usually you can actually get uh, the sacrifice deck going. It's just really hard to to lose all of those resources yeah. in a limited format. In in constructed, where you can like very much think and curate which cards are gonna go into your sacrifice deck, it's easy. Here it's like I hope they pass me that black token making <laughs> one. I hope it all works out. You know, it's it's it's, it's uh, hard. But I mean it is what mm -hmm. it is. Best of luck to you if you decide to draft black and red. Alright. Yep. Okay. What's the next? What's the next um, signpost? Uh, uh, Gruel colors here, red and green, uh, and uh, all about all about power, really. Uh, anything that has to do with with power, getting more power, um, effects that involve you having more power. So uh, a lot of plus X plus X kind of deals going on here. Uh, and the poster child yep. here is Tuya Bearclaw. Looks like a lady. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> sounds good to me, dog. <laughs> but when Tuya Bearclaw attacks, uh, oh, it it gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the greatest power among other creatures you control. So um, 
green or red and green very much so looks at how much power your other creatures has uh, other creatures have and then does things with it yeah does something with it yeah so this one I think thankfully is a little bit like flying um, pretty cut and dry you'll find some cards like uh, Elena that says uh, add uh, red uh, tap add uh, an amount of red equal to the greatest power among creatures you control to enter the battlefield this turn. Uh, burning anger, uh, enchantment, this creature deals damage equal to its power to any target. Um, you don't even really, <laughs> you don't even really have to be looking out for those cards because Gruul pretty much builds itself if you're if you're red and green. You get a few ramp cards, you pick really big creatures, yep. and you swing. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that was easy. Not like fucking Rakdos. Well, shit. Yeah, moving uh, on to uh, white and green are plus one, plus one counters. And so things that give you plus one, plus one, and things that uh, give you different effects depending on if you have plus one, plus one counters on, on a creature. And who is the signpost for this? Hamza, Guardian of Arashin. They look pretty cool. So oh, elephant here. Oh, man. Um... They have been making so many good yeah. elephant legendaries recently. I kudos kudos to wizards. Now there still isn't really an elephant commander. There's still no elephant tribal commander, so I'm waiting. But um, loxodons are awesome. I would play one in the campaign uh, in D and D if I could. Why, why don't you? Though? Um, <laughs> Cause, cause, uh, because of COVID, we didn't have too many oh, oh, <laughs> okay. campaigns going. But maybe, maybe, maybe now that I'm I'm vaxxed up and you're vaxxed up, we'll 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 get to Fair start enough. something. Oh, we still have a bunch of campaigns we have to finish, so uh, you know. But uh, oh, getting sidetracked here, uh, Hamza uh, yes. is a big old elephant boy, and uh, he also costs one less to cast for each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it. So very handy, but also creature spells okay. you cast cost one less to cast for each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it. So seems very useful. Nice, nice. Very, very, very green and white. Mm -hmm. Very rampy. Not bad. Um. Yeah, this is like here's the thing, guys. A lot of these archetypes, other than like Arami, are very open ended as far as what the archetypes do is because um, wizards, I think, do didn't want anybody to be too bogged down in mechanics for Commander Legends. For Hamza, you'll find a lot of sorceries that care about plus one, plus one, uh, or give plus mm -hmm. one, plus one counters, and you'll have a lot of creatures that ETB with plus one, plus one counters. Um, you'll have like enchantments like Return, uh, Retreat to Kazandu that mm -hmm. gives plus one, plus one counters. Um, but basically, other than uh, than than those guys, it's it's also a little bit rare dependent on um, not rare dependent, just legendary. The uh, you can do it, Pablo. What the fuck am I trying <laughs> no to say? Pressure. Um, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. We can always edit this to make me sound like a genius. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, basically, um, there are cards that will say plus one, plus one counters. There is a little bit of a discussion on how you build your commanders in Commander Legends on whether or not you pick your commander first 
and then build out from what you have or whether you just pick good colored cards and then try to find the commander on pack three that fits your theme i'm in the camp of getting a commander early and building yeah. from there because you know you can you can get as many of the plus one plus one counter cards as you want <laughs> and the then for it. you'll end up with yeah, you'll you'll end up with Prismatic Piper, and it's just gonna suck. <laughs> uh, that is true. I do agree with your sentiment, uh, and that's that's probably how I'll be going about it too. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. And and look, guys, you will not find a shortage of commanders in this set. You really shouldn't be using Prismatic Piper unless you were like back against the wall completely. Like, oh no, there's nothing left. Well, I'm sure we'll be fine, Pablo. You'll have a big ass poster mm. right behind us, so people will know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Gotta get to Kinko's. Um, all right, nice. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, a very, very popular uh, color pairing here, right. Michelle. What we White got? and black tokens. So, things that care about tokens. Uh, and we've got our poster child here uh, Thelise, Reverent Medium who I will assume is a she. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, oh, this one, this one on I, I did look totally up it is a she. she. But yeah. uh, at the beginning of each yeah. end step, create X11 white spirit creature tokens with flying, where X is the number of tokens you created this turn. So she's uh, she seems like she's just going to make a lot of tokens here uh, each turn, assuming that you make a lot of tokens. Yeah, no, I mean, white and black has always been like, the soldier mm -hmm. and spirit color. Well, white's been the soldier color, but like the white and black has been the s spirit color. Like, oh, we're making a bunch of spirits, guys. Um, one card that shows very well how much um, they want her to be making uh, creature tokens is a uh, intangible virtue. Um, yeah, there you go. Creature tokens you control get plus Ooh. one plus one and have vigilance. That yep. fits the archetype. Uh, technically, the Technically, the um, encores that you have, uh, most of them are going to be in black. There's got, there's like a few uh, white encore creatures, but most of them are going to be in black. You encore something, and then you also happen to get uh, three white uh, spirit creature tokens when she comes out. That's we're, we're getting past that point though of, of like specifically talking about Thalise. She's she's cool. She's nice if you get her, um, but black and white in Commander Legends is a little bit geared towards um, mm -hmm. uh, tokens mm -hmm. in general. So, you know, try to try to try to try to build towards yep. that. Uh, as long if you're as in you those have colors. tokens and can make tokens, you'll essentially just be set, honestly. Alright. Oh yes. Oh let's uh, let's do the next Ooh. guy. I think Ooh, I'll go, take go ahead, Pablo. care of this one. Captain Ooh. Vargas Wrath. <laughs> He's an orc pirate Whenever Captain Vargas Wrath attacks, pirates you control get plus one plus one until end of turn. Uh, for each time you've cast a commander from the command zone this game. So uh, whether uh, Vargas Wrath is your commander or one of your uh, 59, ho ho, mm -hmm. one of your 59, um, it's a good time every time. Red and blue is a very cool color combination for... Um, this set because usually it's like spell slinging in every other every other draft format 
in Commander Legends, pirates! it's nothing but pirates. It's 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 sacrifice Ooh. your pirates. It's make more pirates. <laughs> is when this pirate comes. In. It's it's so fucking good. <laughs> nice. If you are in red and blue, d- again, is it shows off? Is it just flexes on its aesthetics? These <laughs> <laughs> fucking scrubs. <laughs> uh, make pirates. Do things with pirates. Uh, you know, throw them off the deck. Do all these things. Okay. Yeah, there are there are a few there are a few cards that's like a, you know sacrifice a pirate deal whatever amount of damage. The pirates are great, dude. If you're if you're in is it uh you're in for a treat because it's one of the uh, flavors of is it that you never really think of as a flavor of is it pirates, but it's totally a flavor a flavor of is it. Well, uh, he does seem pretty funny. Uh, I don't know how many times you'd be able to cast like you know. A commander from the command zone, realistically, but he seems like a good guy. Yeah, A9. yeah. Um, I think what happens, I, I think what happens is you get um, one or two uh, pirate commanders, and then if you get a captain Vargas Wrath, you have to make that decision of whether you want Vargas to be in the front or whether it's mm-hmm. part of your fifty-nine, because. You know, it's 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 a decision point. If you have a commander, uh, a partner commanders, that means that Vargas is gonna give you way more uh, bonus. Well, not maybe, maybe not way more, but more of a bonus than if Vargas was the only person, or with the only uh, commander true. that you were having. Uh, which is which which is telling because this is one of those signpost uncommons or one of those flagship uncommons that can very much go into the body of your deck it doesn't you don't need captain vargas to have a good pirate deck unlike some of these other archetypes that they were were, Mm -hmm. uh talking about here because dude arami like carries an encore deck so well um true it's just kind of of silly like yeah yeah um but captain vargas wrath it's there to support or it's there to prop up um or, or or lead the charge if if my friends <laughs> if our friends are are listening to this uh i would not blame you if you're forcing pirates because so cool, it's though. so easy but more importantly the aesthetic yeah. uh is really cool <laughs> aesthetic. very cool very cool actually Thalise is also a, a, a really nice aesthetic but you know <laughs> uh, orzov is also one of those uh artsy fartsy uh guilds like that have always been artsy That's fartsy true all right, and then the next one here is uh, black green uh, elves. So very similar here with the the tribal elves. Go elves! <laughs> Get a bunch of elves. Um, uh, what what's what's the right, flagship so uh, here? <laughs> the flagship uh, card here is Abomination of Lenoir. Just a, an abomination. Abomination. I think this one will be safe no matter what uh, pronoun we give it. I think it's all of them. <laughs> okay, so it's got uh, Vigilance and Menace uh, and Abomination of Lanawar's power and toughness are each equal to the number of elves you control plus the number of elf cards in your graveyard. Hey, so elves, yeah, on elves. elves on the graveyard or in your graveyard in your battlefield. He'd be big or small. <laughs> okay. Full disclosure, guys. 
the other legends that we were talking about, like, it's so open-ended, it's so blah, 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 it's this and that. Don't worry, you'll find those cards when you're drafting. Um, a little bit of that is just being vague because I don't know the set as well no, as I should not be. Open it, Pablo. <laughs> That's true. in this uh, fresh and brand new, Pablo. Most people would say cold, but yeah, true, true enough. Um, Abomination of Llanowar, though, I can 100,000% safely say, just draft a <laughs> bunch of elves. Just draft a fuck... Like, it doesn't even matter what elves are in this set. It's Wizards of the Coast. Those little shits will synergize with each other. They'll shit out more elves. They'll bring elves from the graveyard. They'll be happy when elves... Like, dude, just get some, just, just get some the fucking elves. elves. That's that's, that's how yes. you draft this deck. <laughs> that, just just get it. some fucking elves. Uh, lots of elves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. And you know what? Unlike everything else, you don't even have to have commanders that like even remotely, <laughs> remotely reference elves as your um, as your uh, commander. Like you don't need to have a Bam- abomination of land war. You can have that weird ass cat be <laughs> your commander plus like any green motherfucker and the elves are still such a strong like legendary magic archetype that they will still fucking work like we were talking about how cool pirates are that's nice mostly it's for the aesthetic elves will they just, just uh, work. i mean they're already such a synergistic tribe they're just gonna keep being more synergistic bro <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Um, love. By the way, there are a lot of elf legendaries in this set, so yeah, you I don't mean, even have to worry easy. about it. Like, e- yeah, even even if you're not trying to, if you're in green or black, you'll just have some elves, which is you know, you're not even trying to build like a green red, uh, a green uh, black deck. Maybe you're maybe you're in like white black or uh, you know green you white. Have elves and it's anyway, just, man. Well. <laughs> You're just you're just gonna have elves, man. All right, neat, nice. Let's let's get on with it, cause you know there's not really much to say about fucking <laughs> right, elf so, deck. Uh, our next one here is white and red equipment and auras. Boros with their equipments. That makes a lot of sense. Dude, oh. you can tell that this is still in the Boros building uh-huh. phase for <laughs> magic, uh-huh. <laughs> because because they gave them they gave uh, this set two signposts on commons because <laughs> they just wizards just knew fucking boros would absolutely <laughs> need the help in commander legends <laughs> they're like fuck fuck they're so weak oh, they're God. so goddamn things weak are, oh, 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 oh put another one in things are changing with the new set we're just behind a little bit <laughs> yeah. by six months yeah well, it's, it's just funny that they felt the need to double the chances of getting good Boros cards. That's all. That's all right. So we've got Rayev, Master Smith. Uh, and whenever a creature you control that's enchanted or equipped attacks, that creature gains double strike until the end of turn, uh, which is nice. Big mm-hmm. damage. And then the other one here is Tiana, Ship's Caretaker. Uh, flying in first strike. Whenever an aura or an equipment you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may return that card to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. So, also very nice. I think as far as equipment goes, it'll be a little bit rare dependent, because mm-hmm. I think the really nice ones are in rare. There's there's cool ones like that Meteor Hammer that cascades. Um, 
in 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 less than rare slots but these two are probably going to be giving you more value if they can give you any oh. value <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's it's gonna be through auras, I think, more equipment. often than uh, equipment, unless you're you know you, you draft some really nice equipment. Yeah, it, they're 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 fine. They're good. I don't think people are gonna be fighting you again, fighting against you for auras and equipments because like the other white archetypes really don't care mm -hmm. about auras or equipments, and the other red no, archetypes. Not really care. <laughs> Maybe they'll care about artifacts. Not so much the, uh, not so much that their equipments or auras. Uh, this there will always be two people who have the choice of being uh, Boros in mm -hmm. a commander draft. Who fucking knows <laughs> if they'll take it up on it? <laughs> I mean, look. Uh, depending on who plays, we might have some people who you know just. I mean. Jiwei likes Boros quite a bit. Maybe he'll just do it for the, for the fact that it's Boros. Michelle, you better you better hope uh, somebody else does because imagine what if you. I mean, the Boros it is player, what it Michelle. is, Bobble. I guess I'm just the Boros player. Like I come into <laughs> these drafts not expecting anything because if I try to like you know force whatever I want to work, uh, chances are I'm gonna end up in disappointment. And so whenever I draft, I just draft like, okay, what do I have? I'll just draft what I got. So if I'm in Boros mm. or Force Flyers, <laughs> or Force Flyers, I mean, come on, I, I mean, Force look, Flyers. I was like an archetype specifically for flying, so uh, I'm gonna be cutting flyers too. All the prismatic what vipers the fuck, and all Pablo? the flyers. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna specifically Why sit are you next such a to you. Shit right now. What the fuck? <laughs> you hoe. All right, we <laughs> can. Yeah, why am I being a little shit right now? Because we're talking about oh, borders, okay. so that's why. <laughs> uh, we can, we, we can move one on, more though. Here. Um, Would you? Yes. <laughs> this one seems really fun here. Uh, Blue-green Cascade, uh, but also big what? CMC. Uh, CMC, like, six and up, like, big-ass big, big -ass fucking spells, uh, which... Uh, well, it is Simic, so... You know, I mean, it makes sense. Okay. If you're in Cascade, <laughs> chances are you want to play big dick spells anyway. So, uh, I mean, mm -hmm. it works out. The signpost for this is Emoti, Celebrant of Bounty. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I guess I'll do the CMC. Three, uh, green, and uh, blue... Uh, cascade, so mm -hmm. pretty nice Cascade man already there. And then whenever you uh, cast a spell that costs six or greater... That spell oh, has cascade. So. Cascade, oh, cascade, man. cascade, cascade. Um, very basic here. Draft cards with cascade. Draft, um, draft ramp. ramp. Cascade. Yeah. You did it. You're, you're, you're in Simic. You're, you're. Wow, amazing! You made a good <laughs> deck in blue and green. You're and, and so then if you cool. Have emoji, don't even worry about it. Just. Uh, draft spells that are big because they'll just automatically have yeah. cascade. Well, I mean, emoti, emoti, you, uh, you still do that's need true. the ramp part of it though. So just, 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 you know, make sure, make sure to get some ramp if you're in blue and green. Um, and one thing though, all of these are very much, um, just guidelines because you may want to mix and match archetypes from different colors. I don't know how well it'll work 
But you can totally, if you want, to be a token cascade deck. If you're in white and green, you don't have to play Arishin's mm-hmm. uh, counter game. You can, you can, you can build your own monstrosity of a of a but, white I mean, and green deck uh, if you'd like. But these are also just kind of guidelines. Chances are, it'll probably be helpful just to to build based on the archetypes. But you know, very right. So uh, you don't have to build specifically yeah. on these archetypes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, some helpful hints. Please do try to pick up your commander early. Like, I mean, again, there's two different schools of that, but I very much will tell people. You know, I'll I'll start I'll, I'll start a uh, theological war here. <laughs> pick your commanders early. It'll 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 help you out your life. Um, try to pick maybe uh, three sources of ramp even if you're not um even if you're not mm-hmm. in green or in an archetype that cares about ramp like emoti it just helps you out so much this is still commander this is still for people like waiting for turn four um you need those ramp cards uh they'll help you no matter what happens and there are so many two mana rocks in this set that will help you out there's the old cycle mm-hmm. of tap rocks and then of course there's arcane signet and um, um yeah i mean Thought there's Vessel, also new ones like jeweled lotus uh, as well which are oh oh is that is that a segue I, I but is maybe that, uh, is maybe. that a segue <laughs> <laughs> okay um before we get into that the last one that i will say is no matter what happens and this is just like a very basic draft draft rule really try to figure out what you're doing at the beginning of pack two like third pick of pack two etc this is this is the time where you have to stop dicking around and really figure out what your archetype is like you can spend the first 10 picks of uh pack one like doing fucking whatever you could just pick every prismatic piper that you see if you want to like you know, if you really want to, uh, but once you hit that river of um, of uh, first few selections of pack two, you gotta you gotta find the lane mm-hmm. and then stick with it. Well, not, maybe not stick with it, but just like really try to be or, in that lane. Or you can just risk it for the biscuit, or, my guy. Just what just, does that even just, mean in uh, this context? Pick whatever the fuck and figure it out <laughs> by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, oh I like this card. God. Hey, I like this card. Hey, I like this card. <laughs> I guess you hope that you get one of the. Um, uh, so there are two color, two color, color pair uh, partner commanders. So I, I guess if your plan is just pick whatever the fuck you want, you hope that you open up two of the the different colored. Uh, Original partner this commanders, and anyways, <laughs> Jesus, pick whatever you want. Hey, Get hey, the fuck hey, out of here, Michelle. Risk it for the biscuit. Not that I'll be doing this because I'm actually in in your philosophy here, where I do want to very early on choose what I want to do. Uh, but you know, there's always going to be yeah. people who are going to be like, oh, whatever, it'll be fine, right? Oh man, 
I know I know two people who are going to be like that and then they'll wonder why they're losing later. Anyway, I'm not going to name names. Let's move on to that delicious segue that you did set up for us. Uh, something that is very important in Commander Legends mm-hmm. specifically, I think, more than a lot of other uh, sets. Actually, no. I think for Ravnica sets, this actually does apply. But those are like once every five years. For Commander Legends, you should pay attention to this. Going off of that beautiful, beautiful segue that we just heard of uh, a second ago. And speaking of beautiful things, what are we talking about Uh, next, Michelle? You mean the fact that all of these upcoming cards are, uh, hello, big money? Yes! Quite expensive. Oh my Uh, god, yes! (laughs) Some of these boys, uh, we've already talked about how Jeweled Lotus is like fucking $95 right now. Uh, but, you know, if you come across yep. Jeweled Lotus, uh, pick it up immediately. But if you happen to come across both Jeweled Lotus <laughs> and Vampiric Tutor, uh, because, you know, this is a commander draft, you can pick two cards. My guy, if you're that lucky, my guy. Well, maybe maybe you should think about the organizer and how the organizer is is so nice and is running this for you guys for no, free. Fuck you, Pablo. You are really going on about hate drafting. <laughs> fuck you. I'm hate drafting. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so I'm here we kidding. are going on to a very specific section of this podcast. Probably something that not a lot of podcasts are going to be covering, but honestly, I think they should because this is like real life. <laughs> And these are the cards that will literally make you stop and break your draft. Um, a lot of us have been going to MTGA to get our draft fix, um, Ma- Magic uh, the Gathering Arena, where the the card prices do not matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you can be drafting well. on Arena. <laughs> yeah, they're not real cards. You can get past... 12 mythics in a row. You can get past 12 Lilianas of the Veil, and if you aren't, like, in that archetype, you can just go, nope, I don't give a shit. Nope, I don't give a shit. Nope, God. Oh, boy. Uh, rampant growth. This is uh, <laughs> way better than those 12 Lilianas. We don't live in that world, all right? If we see... If you see a, a, a jeweled lotus, you know... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything if you pick it up and it's going that's, against your theme, well, jewel, which is kind of hard actually, because Jewel Lotus, Lotus goes whatever, into any. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just pick it up. But you know, if you're not playing <laughs> yeah. any blue or anything at all, uh, and you happen to come across a good old boy like Mana Drain, maybe you pick it up anyway, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> it's like a hundred or some shit. No, it is. It is irresponsible of you not to pick that up. Unless, again, you're like a, a mega millionaire. But that, that's what this section is. We're going to go down the list of uh, very expensive cards that you need to be informed of. You don't mm-hmm. want to pass these guys up. They're they're yep. just value. And so we've already talked about Jeweled Lotus. Uh, and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I just mentioned Mana Drain, which is a, a two blue good old counter. Uh <laughs> 
a funny counter. The funniest counter. Uh, what else does it need? That sounds incredibly powerful already. That's where it no, stops, right, Michelle? At the beginning of your next main phase, add uh, an amount of, uh, of mana, colorless mana, equal to the spell's um, converted mana cost. So counter that spell, but also take all of the money. Take all of the manas. Oh my god. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. $56.30 disgusting. Nice. It's actually the price has actually gone down for mana drain, nice. which I'm I'm quite happy about. Uh I'm like maybe I do yeah, pick up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of these actually were like pushing a lot more. Like Jeweled Lotus is actually the only one that's kind of, you know, like really hot like just fucking going up there cuz nobody's going to be reprinting Jeweled Lotus mm, for this a while. That's true. Um, uh, but Mana Drain and Vampiric Tutor, once they start reprint, here's the thing about Wizards is once they start reprinting like one thing, usually that means that they're very willing to reprint it in the future. Um, so like Mana Drain was what it like was eighty dollars like or something, one twenty. Yeah, and uh, as soon as uh, people saw that Mana Drain was getting reprinted, they're like, okay, well, first off, it's 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 diluting the market, and second off, that means that the willingness to reprint is there. But it's not like I'm going to say no to $60, that, all right? True. Uh, and so we've got Mandarin. Yeah. We also talked a little bit earlier about Vampiric Tutor, uh, which, how much is that costing mm -hmm. right now, Pablo? Survey says $51 at time of I mean, recording. It's still like 50 bucks. It's uh, one black, search your library for a card, then shuffle your library and put that on the top of your deck, and you lose two life, but you're in black, so it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, man. I Look. No restriction tutors. I don't have to show anybody this shit. I could be I could be tutoring up a swamp. Who cares? Nobody will <laughs> true, ever know. True. How will they know? They're never gonna know. <laughs> uh, Fifty one dollars so though. Quite, so quite keep an eye out on that. Uh, going down a list here, we've also got Sakashima of a thousand faces. Uh, he's he's always been kind of pricey, and he still kind of is. Oh, this is actually a different Sakashima, Michelle. This is uh, the Commander's Legends the, the only uh, Sakashima. Etched? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, this is this one is a partner commander, which the old Sakashima, they're still kind of the mm. same-ish, ish, but um, this Sakashima is expensive because, first off, it's a partner commander, so it gives blue to any color identity. Yes. Wow, already. Nice. Second, it makes uh, itself a clone of whatever is your other... Well, not your other commander, but it's it's a clone spell. So, like, if you have something like um, Vile Smasher or Krark the Thumbless or... Um, yeah. What else? There's lots of legendaries yeah. that you want two of, right? Sakashima is going to give you that double dip and yeah. give you blue. Double dip That's and true. in blue. Uh, but also, I mean, uh, he, he does the same thing as the other Sakashima, the, the regular one, but, you know, the, the Commander Legends one is pretty. <laughs> A little prettier. Mm -hmm. Going on to the next card. We got uh, Hull Breacher. Big. Ooh, big what old, does Hull Breacher uh, do? It's a merfolk. Pirate! Pirate. Uh -huh. Oh, hey, Vargas Wrath so coming he's in. So not Flash, but also, uh, if an opponent would draw a card except the first time they draw in each of their draw steps, instead, you create a treasure token. Hello? I have to pretend to be surprised <laughs> here, because this is one of the 
roughest CEDH oh, cards roughest? out there. So imagine, uh -huh. not even in CEDH, you're you're, you're just uh -huh. on your turn, Michelle. You resolve just uh -huh. Joyra, and you start your mm -hmm. your cycle, right? Somebody flashes this guy in. I already see. And says, uh. yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and in CEDH, where this guy, there's so much value flying around, and you know, this guy just comes in and goes, Yeah, Ristic Study is Ristic <laughs> shit. Uh, Mystic Remora, shit stick Remora. Neza Hall, Neza shit. Um, Blue Sun Zenith, more like Blue <laughs> shit Zenith. Oh, I see. <laughs> Ooh. Hull Breacher is one of the strongest cards in Magic, and it is disgusting. Well, not Magic, uh, EDH, EDH oh. specifically, <laughs> in Commander. This guy is the worst. This guy is the absolute fucking worst. This is one of those motherfuckers that go like, goddamn blue. This is something that white should have had, blue. but blue <laughs> fucking took. <laughs> fucking blue! I, I mean... Yeah. Also, he's expensive, so if you come across him, pick him up. <laughs> yeah, he's strong and he's expensive. Just, like, you know. <laughs> and he's $26 right now, so good, good, good investment, sort of. God, what the fuck? Oh, oh. Uh, so much, so much uh, mana, move, so move much money. all this blue here, Pablo. <laughs> Before you, before you oh have God, a, you're right. Look at all this blue. God damn! Look at all this blue. We've got scroll rack. Hey. Neat. What is so what does it's it do? An artifact. Uh, and okay. it's a very strong artifact because it lets you uh, scroll through your cards, your library. But you pay one and you tap it to exile any number of cards from your hand face down. Uh, and then you put that many cards from the top of your library into your hand, uh, and then you'll look at the exiled cards and you put them on top of your library in any order. So just kind of a wow. lot of deck manipulation there, buddy. Wow. It's basically a... Well, I mean, depending, because, you know, maybe your your opponents are just going to, like, insta-blob this with, with any of their should, removal but... spells. Play removal, everybody. I mean, That's where we're at in Commander now. Very strong. <laughs> yeah. You are guaranteed at least for three mana to cycle your entire hand, if yep. you need that to happen. Nice. Three mana, draw whatever your hand was. Fucking choice. Pick this up. Mm -hmm. Goes in any deck, like it's it's just great. It's and just great. Right it's just now great. it's at um, like a good good twenty twenty ish twenty seven ish. Yeah, yeah, no, I, dude, yeah, give that quarter, give that quarter in your pocket, man. That's mm -hmm. nice. Uh, well, we were just <sighs> on the colorless, but now we're back on that blue blue train here. Oh, specifically Simic with uh, uh, Thrasios Triton Hero. Foil-etched version. Hey, not bad. Um, you you are gonna you are gonna have to have a little bit of luck pulling this guy because like all these other ones, they can they they have like the normal print um, print mm -hmm. rarity for their thing. Uh, the 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 foiled etch 
commanders are a little bit more rare than that, but uh, so what's 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 Thrasios up so, to nowadays? Uh, Merfolk Wizard, uh, pay four, right? The text is like fucking tiny. Let me zoom this in real quick so I can see this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> tiny Thrasios. <laughs> okay, so uh, Merfolk Wizard, pay four, uh, scry one, then reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Otherwise, draw a card, but also partner. So not bad. This guy is one of the uh, yes. strongest. Uh, like, the, the, this, uh, the, the, this, is the, this is the problem with doing price matching things. Is when you say these usually are going to be like, this is the strongest, also this is the most expensive. I mean, that's usually how some of these things go, right, Pablo? The stronger the card, typically it's more expensive. No, that, uh, I mean, apart from... Apart from like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're absolutely things right. Things like uh, supply and demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, what were you saying before that, Michelle? something about it having partner i don't remember <laughs> okay um right so this guy is well it's, it's fallen a bit out of favor recently but it's still one of the absolute strongest cards in cdh it gives you a way to draw out your entire deck it gives you the color mm -hmm. blue which is great um green not as good but still pretty good like uh and in casual commander all of those things still apply. It's Simic value, no matter what power yeah. level you're playing. But also, wow, it's Simic, like huh? 30 bucks, it's, so, you, you, you know, money's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> you, you're telling me, you're telling me a, a, a blue card and a green card is, is, is pretty good. good. That's, money, that's neat. But you know, uh, Timna the Weaver, not blue or green, uh, also money, but also foil etched. Now, they're all going to be foil-etched if they're the uh, dual-color mm -hmm. partner commanders, because that's how oh. powerful they are. They give you oh, two I colors, see. and then the partner mechanic. <laughs> so nice. you're not wrong. Timna does have um, partner. Uh, she is a human cleric here. She's got lifelink, and at the beginning of your post-combat main phase, you may pay X life, uh, where X is the number of opponents that were dealt combat damage this turn. If you do, X cards. Nice. Um, not as strong um, as the, the uh, what's it called? Not as strong as, say, Thrasios, at least in my uh, mm -hmm. estimation. Uh, on the face of, uh, on the face of it, because, like, Thrasios, you can look at it and go, wow, look, if, with boy. a lot of mana, that just yeah. goes pretty good. Uh Timna is is a little bit like sort of deceptively weaker, but she draws you so many cards. And like, you know, I mean, honestly, cards card draw is, is just very powerful, so maybe she's stronger than you might think, Pablo. No, she is absolutely stronger than, than what she looks yeah. like at the beginning. Um, it's, you know, like a, a lot of people don't really think about it too much, but uh, her too much when she first came out, but she is like a staple of CEDH. Basically, any of the two color commanders are a staple mm -hmm. of CEDH. And then... <laughs> no, not all of them, excuse me. A lot me, of them, but yeah. A lot of them are. A lot, a lot of, them. of them are. All right. Okay. okay cool. uh, and then our last, the last card we're about to mention here in terms of big money cards uh, is Opposition Agent, uh, which is a black human rogue. Well, I don't know if they're black, but the card is black. <laughs> 
<laughs> looks pretty Asian to me, Michelle. <laughs> uh, <it will. laughs> Human rogue. Uh, uh, yes, very. <laughs> Human rogue. What does it do, though? Uh, they have flash. You control your opponents while they're searching their libraries. So, already it's kind of. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Like it's hitting that it's hitting that fucking hull breacher yep. note right there. Uh, but also, while an opponent is searching their library, they exile each card they find. You may play those cards for as long as they remain exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast them. So no Yo. tutors of opposition agents out here, y'all. It'll get one. It'll always get one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seems okay, kind of scary. Um, context, context. Yeah. Opposition agent is scarier in CEDH than it is in regular EDH because in CEDH you're gonna find a lot more fetch mm -hmm. lands, a lot more mm -hmm. tutors, just a lot more things that opposition agent uh, will get. That makes sense. In in regular EDH, um, not as many tutors. Maybe, yeah, maybe somebody is gonna get caught off with their terramorphic expanse and Fuck be like, your land. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, 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 not to say that that's like what really happens, but like, um, opposition agent basically in regular EDH is, is you know is gonna steal somebody's cultivate or something, mm -hmm. and you know it, it'll suck. Um, not as bad as it would be in a format uh, I mean CEDH and EDH are the same format but like in CEDH you have 12 tutors in your deck no, you know, I mean it's... the idea is that you're trying to win as fast as possible and if you have all these tutors you can mm -hmm. just pick out the cards that you need the most unless opposition agent in which out. case <laughs> fuck you yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's where opposition agents uh, money is coming mm -hmm. from from all those grubby uh, from all those grubby CEDH players that just want to shoot each other in the face yeah uh, and right now, opposition agent is around like fifteen to twenty bucks. So, yep, uh, not bad, not bad. Now, these are all well and good. These are all nice. We have a nice little list here. There are some more uh, expensive cards too, like Commander's Plate, mm -hmm. Apex Devastator. Mm -hmm. um, some of the extended arts or foil etched. Uh, if you if you are lucky enough to pull those, are going to be you know twenty bucks or eleven or ten, etc. etc. The other set of rule of thumb good heuristics to remember is rare dual lands in this set. Oh, yes. All of them are 10 bucks. Yes, you're right. Well, not 10, a hard 10 bucks. Yeah, like some I mean, of them you know. are going to be $8 and some of them are going to be 15 But it's still like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. If you're, Money. if you see it in the real world where you're drafting with real people, like, uh, like the other cards that we mentioned, snap it up, uh, cause you know, be financially responsible, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the lands are ones that are also like you gotta give a second look at because that's mm -hmm. that's just ten dollars. It's not not just ten dollars and like oh just ten dollars. I mean like that's ten dollars, man. That's like, a ten dollar fucking piece of cardboard. Okay, mm -hmm. I mean like yo, dude. Yep. Like. These are also the things that, that like you'll see people pass because 
you know, $10, while it is nice, it's something that people can feel like they can sacrifice for a better draft. I mean, you're not going to be sacrificing a Jeweled Lotus pick. You're always going to be fucking picking a Jeweled Lotus pick. <laughs> but, you know, a uh, training center, maybe you just don't want to get a training center. That's that's on you. But mm-hmm. the other person might be wanting it. You know what I mean? This is true. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Commander Legends, y'all. Hopefully you guys have been responsible. And are just starting to draft this now. <laughs> I will a uh, lot of judgment if uh, you've already done it beforehand. Yeah, Michelle doesn't gatekeep about what I'm colors just, you play kidding. or how much money you make or whatever. Um, she does. <laughs> she just. She does judge you. Your fucking quarantine breaker over there, oath breakers. Um, but yeah, what a what a good little set review here. It's gonna be a fucking monster to edit, but it, it, we we did we did all right. We did all right hey, today. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be it, fun times, Bubble, because I'm not editing. <laughs> all right. Um, we definitely have time to go into our lives outside of Magic for uh-huh. uh, now. Uh, did well, anything fun case. happen to you, Michelle? Well, apart from the magic game that we've already talked about, <laughs> oh god, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, I've been this week specifically getting really obsessed again with Tamagotchis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Um, what? I don't know. I I don't know what to say. With that. Uh, have you been getting well, like, like rare Tamagotchis or something? No, no, no. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I just pull up in the drawer with all the Tamagotchis, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" How many? It's how time many? To fucking play! How many times have you opened that drawer and just realized, "Fuck, they're all dead." Oh no, they're not. None of them are on because. Oh, mean, I see. That's a lot of batteries to keep up. But like, uh, you know, the ones that I don't keep up with, I just kind of leave them um, without the batteries. But. I haven't picked up a Tamagotchi in a while, and I have, like, six or seven of them right now. Mm-hmm. And so I open my drawer, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm kind of feeling it, Pablo. Just do it. Just do one. I'm feeling this Tamagotchi life, okay? <laughs> just do one. You'll be fine. It's okay. Just It's when you have, like, six latched onto your bag. That's when it's, oh, like, God. That's That's too much. Well, actually, what, what started this was... Uh, <laughs> I was I was thinking, man, it's been a while since I've, I've like looked up any Tamagotchi shit, and I'm like, are they still even doing things? And so I googled Tamagotchi, and lo and behold, they're still doing shit for America. Because I know they're doing shit in Japan, but I'm like, I mean, I don't understand Japanese, bro. But they're still doing shit for America, and I'm like, yo, dude, I, I kind of want to get back on this Tamagotchi train, okay? <laughs> the only Tamagotchi I ever had was the uh, Pikachu Tamagotchi, and that was cool. neat. Yeah, I, I, are you talking about the the um, step counter? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you could yeah. transfer your your Pikachu to something like the info sensor for Game Boy. Um, nah, dude, nice Tamagotchis. I I only had one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, I got one uh, way past the the hype train for Tamagotchis when I was older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And because I got them when I was older, I never grew out of it because it's like, oh, yo, dude. Now <laughs> My I first virtual pet. <laughs> Better than real pets, let me tell you. 
I will say, hey, you know, uh, I was actually, <laughs> I was actually thinking before, like, you know, Megan came up and like took this mantle here. But I was like, yo, if I buy Pablo a Tamagotchi, like one of the newer ones that can connect to each other, you think he'll play with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got, I got way too much other shit going on in my life. <laughs> Too. Okay, fine. It's a good thing that I didn't ask you, and I asked Megan instead. Good, no, because like, <laughs> she was totally down. Bro, I am living that uh, that that office nine to five life, and it's it's I I cannot I cannot with the Tamagotchi, uh, like that no shit fair. chirping while I'm doing like TPS reports or something. I mean, oh <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you best believe I do let this shit chirp when I'm in my office job. Okay. I think I think our cultures our our office culture is a little bit different, Michelle. Well, you're not wrong. I only have, like, <laughs> there's only, like, three people in this office. So, I mean, it's like, oh, whatever. But uh, uh, enough about that. Uh, what have you been up to this week, Pablo? What have I been up to this week? Um, let's you see. You played magic yesterday. <laughs> I mean, somebody played magic. Uh, the rest of us just watched. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, Pablo. <laughs> Joyra is very good everyone not that anybody needed reminding but joyra is very good and uh to all the joyra players out there please remember your short hands and your shortcuts um, yes because <laughs> you know like it actually no not just joyra players i guess i'll take this time because nothing really cool happened to me other than like uh uh yeah, no, nothing really cool happened to me. <laughs> nothing cool happened to me this week, so I'll just use this time to make a PSA. Guys, if you are a Storm player, uh, this actually hit, hits a little bit for Strixhaven, because Strixhaven is a little stormy as a magic set, and that just came out. Please know your lines, and by that I mean play lines. Know the mm-hmm. shortcuts that happen when you have your combo pieces out know what to tutor, know what your shuffle lines are, especially if you're doing stuff like um, Mind's Desire, etc. The deck archetype of Is It Storm is a, is is pretty much just watching Solitaire for the other players, so be a little bit considerate. Mm-hmm. Try not to take 10-minute turns. Um, just just know your deck and uh if yeah. <laughs> if you have if you have to goldfish your deck like you know pretend like i'm i'm on turn 10 and this is what i think i have uh that's good like that's what i do with my rowan and will deck i mean maybe i'm a weirdo but like if i really have nothing better to do i i literally solitaire my rowan and will deck to see what kind of lines i have to do to infinite turns off and then get my uh uh, Chandra, Living Inferno, uh, emblems, etc. Going so you know, just, 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 you yeah. know what you're doing. Is it, <laughs> players? Please make sure that you know what you're doing. I feel like you're kind of shooting this at me a little bit here, Pablo. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm shooting this in general. Um, I, I, I know, I'm just, I'm just fucking around, but I mean, uh, you're, you're not wrong. Honestly, I should probably do a little bit of solitaire with Jorah too, just to. To get a feel of what's going on, because yeah. uh, I'm still very new to the deck, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm still like, all right, what what do I have? I'm gonna paint here. Here's a rock. Oh, look. Oh, yeah. paint here. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's it. I think. Does that feel mm-hmm. like it's it, Michelle? Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like we are at a good spot right now. We didn't go on for too crazy long, and uh, you know, uh, now people know that. Uh, Tamagotchis are the shit. 
<laughs> so, would you say that we're ending the episode right here? That's totally fine by me, Pablo. I'm not gonna get very excited. I'm just <laughs> All right. Well, I know some people are disappointed in that. Ah, were... Next to be you, Pablo. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Uh, thanks again, guys, for joining us this week. Uh, as usual, our music intro and outro uh, provided by Kevin McLeod through Creative uh, Commons licensing. Uh, thanks for hanging out. And if you are in our friend group. Just, you know, it would be nice if you listened to this. I don't know if you are, Please. but thank you for listening. It really does help. Please listen. Please listen. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, guys. Good to see you next week. Diddle. <laughs>